Hello, whoops. <laughs> Hello everyone, my name's Hank Sotolo. And I'm Casey McBride. Jameson Eads. And we're here with our first live, like, in-person episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. We have this wonderful nature setting around us and just wanted to tune in. Unfortunately, this isn't live because my camera uh, thwarted me and technology. <laughs> but we will be bringing you live, actual live streams from nature, hopefully very soon. So just stay tuned for that. Yeah, and uh, it is a beautiful day out here in the uh, Metro Parks. Uh, such a wonderful day to connect. We're going to be having a little uh, ceremony after this. And um, yeah, uh, just absolutely beautiful day. I'm so happy to have Jameson out here with I'm us. I'm happy to too. be outside. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, look, we got a cardinal. Oh, and that's actually one of the birds in the tradition. The cardinal and the blue jay represent one of the two sides of the mesa. So cool. Well, I was thinking since we are out in nature, what how appropriate would it be just to kind of do a little opening ceremony calling in all the nature spirits and then see where our dialogue will take us? Absolutely. For those of you who don't know, this is called a Kintu Mesa, and uh, basically it is um, a bundle of different stones that hold the energy for different elements like Pachamama, Mother Earth, Mother Water, and it's kind of like represents the perfected you. So, and with the first one, Yari Pachamama, Ompui 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 Pachamama. And with Pachamama, you visualize and allow a red energy come into the navel effortlessly move throughout your whole body and allow it to pour out of your heart into this Kintu Mesa, taking with it any heaviness that is ready to move, that no longer serves you. And then moving next to Iari, victory and praises, Mama Unu, Mother Water, Ompui, 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 bring your healing here. And with Mother Water, we allow a black energy to come into our tailbone combined with that red energy from the beloved Earth Mother, allow it to go throughout the whole body, being, and beyond, effortlessly leaving your field and coming into the Kintu Mesa. And here we also call in Mother Moon. Iari Mama Kia! Ompui, 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 Hatan Sumak Mother Kia, sacred, beautiful Mother Moon. Ompui, 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 bring your healing here. And Mother Moon is a silver energy coming into the throat effortlessly joining the black energy of the water, the red energy of the earth, allowing any heaviness that's ready to move to effortlessly flow out of your field and into this Kintu Mesa. The next is Iari Wilka Wairakuna to the sacred winds. Ompui, 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 bring your healing here. And with that, a blue energy comes into the throat, joining all the other energies swelling throughout your totality of being body and beyond and effortlessly moving any heaviness any things that no longer serve you out of your field and into this kintu mesa the next energy is father son inti iari inti taita ompui 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 inti taita and with inti it's a gold energy coming into the heart allowing it to swirl throughout the totality of your being mixing effortlessly with the black energy of the water the red energy of the earth the blue energy of the wind, the silver energy of the moon, taking anything that is heavy and allowing it to move effortlessly out of your field and into this Kintu Mesa. The next energy is the rainbow along the divine diagonal, our bridge of consciousness from the lower world into the upper world. And with that, it's a rainbow energy coming in from the navel, swirling up throughout the totality of your being and flowering out the crown of your head. 
From the other side of the divine diagonal, we have Wiracocha coming down, the creator energy, which will be a purple energy or whatever comes in for you from the crown of your head, calling in the energy of Wiracocha, the creator. Ha-haya, Wiracocha! Ompui, 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 Wiracocha! And allowing that to effortlessly mix with all the other energies so far and allowing any heaviness to move out of your field through the camera, no matter when you're watching this, and into this Kintu Mesa. And then breathing in very deeply with a charged breath, a pakui of intention, we're gonna take, when you breathe with us, when we do this, we're gonna just blow all this heaviness that this Mesa has collected from all the people that will ever watch this in the ever-present moment of now, blowing it deep into the Uhu Pacha, giving her this beautiful gift of heaviness that she will use as fertilizer to cultivate blessings for us. On the count of three, one, two, three. Nike, Nike, Nike. And we will give her a little drink of rose water because that's what called to me to bring out today. And we do three pakuis just to clear the mesa space and then we will talk about whatever we talk about. It's amazing, the rose water. It's a little bit harsher on the palate than Florida water. <laughs> I have yet to spit rose water, I think. Well, well the first time to be on camera, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> it definitely has a different effect. Yeah. <laughs> a little more stringent, for sure. <laughs> but the reason that we do these bakuis is we're mixing our energy with our breath of intention. And it's not only an, uh, a cleansing, but also an offering of part of our essence of who we are and offering it to the work that we're doing. So a little bit of shamanism, pacoism, one-on-one, I'll say. <laughs> pacoism. <laughs> well, I say that because t uh, technically shamans are only from that Tiberian region of Russia, Siberian region of Russia. I can't talk now because my, my mouth is numb. But um, where our tradition is from South America, and it is called Paco, which translates to a nature mystic. So that's what uh, Casey is apprenticing now, the ultimate fourth level priesthood of the Paco Kuna tradition of Peru. So how did it get from Siberia to South America? It didn't, just the name did. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, so uh, the it, uh, it was just an anthropological term kind of used to describe any uh, indigenous healing or like nature mystic tradition. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, uh, the only the word shaman uh, is what they use to describe their their healers in the Tungus tribe. Okay. Um, but uh, outside of that, there are many different names for the different um, healers all around the world. Uh, but like when um, people in the West started to like you know give names to these things, they just took the name of that one tribe and they're like, well, it's all called that. So. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, that has caused some tension in the shamanic community because some people who have no problem calling themselves a shaman in certain traditions, it's like you would never call yourself a shaman. Right. Like the people would name that to you. But in our culture, it's like, well, if that's what you do, like people don't, don't know what a Paco is. If I just put on my business card, hey, I'm a Paco Kuna. People are like, well, that's good for you. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but, but if they hear the word shaman, shaman they automatically they, know. They understand like, okay, this is something to along those lines because they all have these common threads, like believing everything has this animated essence behind it and connecting with all the worlds and that type of thing. They just have different names. Just like look at how many different types of Christianity we have. Seriously, yeah. Right, so it's like all these little different nuances and people just can't agree that they can disagree. Right, yep. 
Um, what I found interesting about the, the ritual is when you're talking about the rainbow and the, um, that connects to the other realm, right? Yeah, it's, we're connecting to the Muhukoi, which is our seed of divine potential, okay. and it's kind of like the portal we came in from. Okay. And they say in this tradition that the navel is the only thing that's real, everything else is woven into the illusion. And that's interesting because in uh, Norse mythology, the connection between realms is called the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Well, and if you go way back to Sanskrit, the word Atakarana means bridge, and that's one of the symbols in Reiki that is three-dimensional, two-dimensional, and uh, in metaphysics, it's also meant as the bridge of consciousness. So there's all kinds of different that's great. Uh, parallels to it. The original name for the Tower of Babel was Atakarana, meaning bridge, and that's what they were trying to do is build a tower to God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. I feel like uh, part of me is like, well, we're outside, so we should talk about outside stuff. But then the other part of me is like, yeah, just let the conversation flow where it wants to flow. Um, I was having a conversation, though, with a, a friend of mine who I was just uh, uh, giving a healing session for. And um, she was just talking about how, you know, she's got like this uh, student debt that she's really like trying to focus on repaying and she's been working forever to try and pay it off and now she just feels like she was constantly working and then one of the things that she said because uh, I was talking to her a little bit about how you know we have this idea that uh, attracting abundance in any area whether it's abundance in connections to people or financial abundance whatever it might be uh, we have to like work hard towards those things to achieve them um, and then uh, uh, my cousin um, he loves to uh, travel. He's done really big trips, like riding his bicycle from Colorado to Alaska, and um, like other uh, kayak the Mississippi. And in between that, he just kind of like goes around to different national parks, and he's always on some kind of adventure. And um, I remember when I was with him at one point, um, he I was I was backpacking with him, and um, he said something to me. He's like, "Yeah, money is not hard to make." Um, it's like. It, people just have this idea it's hard to travel like you know you're how you're gonna make money but it doesn't have to be it's just an idea people have and I was like oh wow you know what I guess I always did just think that but like what reason do I have to actually like you know it was just an idea someone put in my head at some point and um, he showed me it was like any time we like really needed to make money for traveling further it was um, something would happen like a family friend or someone would need uh, work on their house or something and you know we would we would work but um, it would seem like we were just traveling and having fun, spend a few days, you know, doing a little bit of labor, and then we'd have plenty of money to go off and travel <laughs> again. And um, especially lately, I've just been realizing how many ways you can have fun while, while manifesting abundance. And people have this idea, especially that like money is kind of this heavy thing that you have to work, go to job, grind that nine to five just to pay those bills and all that stuff. But um, to have a different relationship with money um, can really, uh, improve the quality of your life vastly yeah. and uh, one of the things she was saying so after talking to her for a little bit um, we've I, we discovered that she has this idea that she's not worthy she's not worth um, a lot of money she has this idea in her head that like you know there uh, most people are better at, than her at like doing art that she likes to do and like all this other stuff so she can never sell her work for a lot of money because she's not as good as um, all of these other people but that's just a so I point I'm like you know that's just a judgment you have in your head that's not a truth and um, so it really got her thinking that she's gonna start asking more and more questions of herself as to like um, you know like uh, what is it in me that resists oh, did we just lose no it? we didn't lose it it's recording but I don't it got blurry so I didn't want to make want to make sure it's still there <laughs> okay my our carrier wants to update but we're not doing that now <laughs> but um yeah just so it just got me thinking you know like um, with 
I love having the time to come out and um, and do this kind of thing, be out in the forest and uh, and and have fun and um, uh, and just go on all these adventures and like for me the whole for some people maybe the nine to five thing like some people may enjoy like people people really enjoy working a lot and I don't I like <laughs> I like to have fun and um, and so I've just manifested a life for myself where I don't have to work all the time and I can have fun and do this stuff so um, I don't know what would you guys uh, I know Hank you probably have some insight on how to sort of like reframe your relationship with uh, how you earn money and all that well, stuff. well it's all about receiving from the universe and it's not the idea that it has to be money even isn't necessarily um, a contribution to yourself either because the universe has a ton of different ways to provide abundance and my friend Brian uh, who we do midnight meanderings on Tuesday nights he's a great example of this because he literally sold or got rid of all of his stuff and left the states with a backpack and ended up going to Mexico lived in Australia for a year now he's in Hawaii he gets to Hawaii and is wondering how he's going to get around uh, the island and someone literally gives him a car and <laughs> and then we, we were doing an episode of Midnight Meanderings and his computer kept crashing he's like well I don't know if I can do these streams and a listener sent him a computer so he can continue to come out and do streams <laughs> so like um like for one it's about getting out of the idea that it has to show up a certain way right and two just being willing to receive because we are taught also as children like be fearful of receiving something because what are you going to have to reciprocate back and you don't want right. to obligate yourself so we are taught not to receive kindness or receive out of fear of obligation uh, and and sometimes we'll turn off our willingness to receive because of that and these are all little things that are anchored in at very young ages and all it takes really is the awareness to go after it and be willing to start changing and then the other part of that is what if you made all the money that you could ever make like what if you were tomorrow a millionaire would you really be leading the life that you would ideally live or would you get lazy and, and uh, end up uh, spending it all and ending up bankrupt and all these things so some parts of us I think also doesn't trust ourselves right to have that level of abundance and freedom and then that holds us back and so there's it's multifaceted everybody could be different but the willingness to start looking at it is where it all begins and then following the energy how do I continue to move through this and progress through it and that doesn't have to be hard either right because <laughs> yeah, sometimes you feel like well I spent 28 years getting screwed up I need to spend 28 years fixing myself no it can be instantly and just like with money you don't have to work hard for money you don't have to work hard to heal yourself it comes down to receiving an allowance what energy space consciousness and choice could our body being and beyond be to be in total receiving of the infinite abundance of the universe and our spirit guides and source and anything that doesn't allow that we destroy it and create it and I've always found for myself that I had a hard, I've always had a hard time asking for abundance in my life because I felt like I was either being rude or greedy or somebody else I felt may, not knowing who this person is or group of people are, that deserve it more than me. And like even when I pray to the gods, like I don't ask for things for myself. I ask for the things for people around me. And like it, I, I don't know if it's just that subconscious part of me that's like no I don't deserve this or if I feel that other people deserve it more but I feel that that's one thing I've always had a hard time asking for abundance in my life for myself mm -hmm. and I, I'm not about to ask myself more questions because I'm really not oh. I'd like it's, it's still to this day hard for me to be like oh help me well and here's one that we use in access all the time can you change the world more with or without money I don't know 
Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, well, I actually asked that same question to my uh, friend today who I was doing the healing session for. She uh, said a similar kind of thing, you know. She's, uh, she's like, well, she, well she, this is what she said. But something along to the effect of, um, you know, uh, I, I really, I'm not worried about money. People think like they need money to be happy, but I just need like a small house and, uh, and this and then like, and then I'll, I just don't want to have to worry about bills and then I'll be happy. That's all I want. And then, so I asked her, I said, okay, well, ask me this. Could, could you experience more joy, more fun, and more adventure in your life with a ton of money or with very little money? She goes, oh, well, yeah, a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, it's, uh, um, but we do, we, uh, and there are, I think you know, the reason might be different for each person, but, um, yeah, we, we have this sort of, like, uh, either it's like an, you don't feel worthy or you feel like, you know, I, uh, if I have all of that abundance in the form of money, then I'll be somehow less or, I don't know. There's just a lot. And, and will that much money change your relationships? How many people right. come into money and then everybody's want feels entitled, well, you have money, so you should give me some money. Right. And you don't want your relationships to change. There's all kinds of different energetic energies that could um, screw us up. But just to speak to the Caro Peru, the shaman, when they do their thing, uh, they're not doing it for free. They take bags of rice or cloths or coca leaf or whatever the case is and then when the community when something happens in the community like a, a rock slide takes out a village they're giving that back to the community so they're receiving the abundance kind of having this warehouse of, of energy and the forms of all these different things that when the community needs it because he's disciplined at having it right. and give it back to the community so is it you know it doesn't have to be a selfish thing it could be a self first thing having money in abundance puts me in a position to be able to help people uh, and be available to people in ways that I couldn't if I didn't have that same level of abundance in my life right so it's all reframing and things like that and if there are parts of you that are afraid if I had money I'd be an asshole or something like that right, right. Uh, you know then um, you know you have to work past that too and and be like well and receiving the judgments from people people don't like being judged and nope. if you have a ton of money, guess what? People You're are going to judge. judge you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I think another glass ceiling, we would call it, that prevent, like, subconsciously prevents us from stepping into receiving is, wow, if I just had it easy, uh, people would judge me, and I don't want to be judged, so it's more comfortable to conform and not be that tall poppy that stands out. I was just going to say the tall poppy thing. Yeah, I stole from his head. He didn't have a chance. I was like, Dink, I'm taking it. Yeah, no, it's in Australia. There's a, f a phrase of, like, you know, you don't want to be the tall poppy. So, like, in the field, if there's, like, one poppy that's taller than the rest, that's the one that gets cut down. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, like, it's, but it's just about, you know, uh, like, you know, kind of, like, fit in, you know, like, be successful, but, like, at the same level as other people, because if you start to, like, rise above that, then people are going to judge you, and they're going to try and cut you down. Or in the uh, way of the spiritual community, look at the the whole story of Christ getting crucified. It's like, well, if I'm going to really walk my path and shine my light and be this, uh, this master that I could be on this planet, uh, people are going to nail me to a cross and crucify me <laughs> no but seriously how many past lives have you been burned at the stake for following your thing if you believe in past lives so it's it's a question of being in the space of receiving and having the confidence of you know that you will only draw to you when you're really functioning from the place of oneness you'll only draw experiences that are going to bring ease and joy and possibility in your in your life if that's what you focus on right but if you think that the other stuff could happen your point of view creates your reality so if you do have the point of view that you know spiritual people are are crucified or bad things happen to them or whatever the case then you might subconsciously limit yourself from being able to step into that role or receive enough abundance uh, from the universe that would allow you to in your mind step into the role yeah it reminds me of like when i when i was 
on drugs and having a hard time getting off them, I always knew I wanted to be clean and I always wanted to be better. It finally started to happen when I accepted who I was and was able to genuinely ask the universe for help. And then it was easy, it wasn't hard. Like I didn't have the insane withdrawals. I had some, but like once I was, once I understood what I truly wanted, it felt okay about it, it came. Yeah, and that's again just going back to like, what are you, what are you willing to allow yourself to receive? Right. You know, if we're, uh, you know, we may in our heads think that it's a good idea. That's another thing, right? So we're saying right now, all these people that have these limitations around, um, around all this stuff. But then people may say, like, you know, oh yeah, I know, I want that million dollars. It'd be great. My life would be amazing. Let's let's attract that million dollars. Do you really feel worthy of receiving that help? Are you in the space of allowing yourself to receive the abundance or the help? Uh, you know, and, and getting clean or, or connecting with spirit or whatever it is. Uh, if you don't feel worthy to receive it, then that's a whole, a whole other thing, too. A whole other ball right. wax. <laughs> well, and we also get caught up with the how. It's like um, if you're only able to receive that through the thing that they call a paycheck, then the universe right. may have a lot more difficulty manifesting that million dollars. Or if you want to win it by doing the lottery, but you never buy a ticket. You know, that would be hard too. You right. Know? Like yeah. You never bought a ticket. You didn't even give a, the universe a shot to provide to you in that way. But even just throwing all that out, just being in the space of universe, I will take whatever I can, whatever you can give me, I'm willing and ready to receive it. It will come just like the example for Brian earlier in the way of a car and a computer and someone giving him a place to stay and then getting work and having everything that he needs uh, and more uh, and having the time of his life traveling the world while doing it. Kind of like your cousin. They probably get along great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me over the last uh, couple weeks, like every so often I'll buy like a scratch off lottery ticket. I never buy them when I don't have that feeling that it's right. And it'll be, it'll hit me out of nowhere. Like I'll be on my way home from work and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get myself a beer and drive in and I get to the convenience store and I'm like, it's right. And I go in there and I buy the ticket, won 20 bucks. Then I used 10 of it to buy things I needed and won another 20 bucks. And it kept going for like a week straight. And every time I got home, my wife's mother's like, how do you keep winning those? I'm like, I just do it when it feels right. <laughs> it's very energetic. She gets so mad because she buys them all the time and never wins. There's a, 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 a client of mine who, um, uh, she was before she came to me, she had a therapist that was teaching her a little bit about like manifestation and like and all that like where we, we call it actualization um, but most people are familiar with the term manifestation if they go hand in hand they're just slightly different um, so anyway uh, so she's learning about manifestation law of attraction and all that stuff and um, she decided she's like all right you know what um, I'm gonna make a thousand dollars she's like I need a thousand dollars right now so I'm gonna like a thousand dollars is gonna come my way she goes I'm gonna go to the casino I'm gonna gamble I'm gonna walk away with a thousand dollars more than I came in there with so she has this in her head like it's already it's already so like she's already got that money but as she's like going there she had a friend she was gonna go with or something I don't remember exactly what the story was but um, like the friend couldn't go so she's like you know what all right I'm not going to the casino I'm gonna go into this gas station I'm gonna buy a lottery ticket so she buys one lottery ticket scratches it off and she won twelve hundred dollars <laughs> so so she, it's a thousand minus the taxes, right? You get, you get yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so she made that demand of the universe, and the universe was like, "All right, here you go." And uh, yeah, so I just uh, but and I you know it's people think you have to be like we tell these kinds of stories, and I know uh, like the the friend I was trying to help today 
I had the sense that she had the feeling of like, well, of course you can do that stuff. Like you've been practicing this spiritual stuff for 12 years. Well, no, in an instant, whatever your vibrational frequency is, if you're focused on a certain frequency, and that the frequency can be like money or it can be relationships or, or whatever, if you're focused on, on the abundance in that area, the universe will, like you just attract that same frequency, like attracts like, vibrationally speaking. Um, so yeah, anyone, we're always doing it. Whether, you, whether you've had the training for uh, however many years to learn to focus and like do specific manifestation techniques, or if you've never done that, either way, you're still always manifesting your reality with, by the things you're thinking mm -hmm. and feeling. And it's, doing. Right, and it's just, and and it's just are you consciously making the choice to try and actualize a beautiful, amazing, adventurous, incredible existence for yourself? Or are you just allowing the mind to go on autopilot? Are you thinking about like, ah, oh, well today at work, you know, this was like crappy and I met this person and then I had a rough day and blah. And you know, as your mind's doing this, you're manifesting all those things. You're attracting yeah. more of those to you. So uh, um, yeah, so why not take control of that and manifest the things that would make your life more joyful? Absolutely. And the one other thing, um, I wrote, uh, a talk one time it's called congruent manifestation and I talk about it and when you're looking to bring things into your life it's not just um, putting the intention out there it's being congruent with that intention with body mind and spirit so you're like you're it's not just a thought form it's also being there with your heart it's being there with your body mind spirit and then actually taking the actions because actions speak louder than words so it's like um i want to lose weight but you never exercise i want to lose weight but you go to mcdonald's um, like your action is speaking opposite of what your intention is right so you have to be aligned body mind spirit action word and deed with whatever you're choosing and the word demand just to clarify with that too it's not like demanding like give me this give me this it's more of a declaration of your will into the universe and the universe's job is to say here you go so you're just putting your will into the universe and then the universe lines everything up. And the things that are different between Casey and I and some, maybe some others is we're just having those moments of congruency more often than people because we have worked a little bit more at it. And I don't know you as much, but I'm feeling that you've done that too. That yeah, definitely. And most of the times, like most of the times, especially yeah. around uh, people and being in a leadership role, like I am a happy person and I bring this happiness to my crew, to my men. And then there's people that don't accept happiness and they feel like, no, their life is so bad. And I've watched that like a virus go through the rest of our people. And sometimes you gotta cut the virus out. But other times, if I just, my positive attitude towards my work and towards the people I work with, it's just as functional. It goes amongst them all and they all feed on it. And then we have a much better day. When you're creating congruency in the workplace, when there's somebody making that flow go out of uh, out of balance, and you, you you take that part and you transmute it, right? Whether you you know you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here, <laughs> go work on yeah, yourself, come yeah. back. Yeah, no, and that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Is uh, we the guy was having a very hard time in his life, and he was just more and more. You could see him manifesting bad things around him. You know, his life was becoming more and more miserable because he was feeding into this miserable in his life and I literally I took him aside I'm like you're always welcome to be here we want you working with us but you have to figure out why you're so unhappy right now and your unhappiness is it's probably one of the most contagious things in the world is unhappiness 
it's scary how quick it can go from one person being unhappy to the next person. And the next thing you know, you're seeing all this unhappiness around you and you start to become unhappy. And God, I don't like to feed that beast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, you know, and people, like we've said before, people start to compare how miserable they are, yeah, right? They're arguing about who has it worse. Misery loves company. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, someone will start to say, yeah, you know, I had a really uh, crappy day at work and like, you know, this guy came in and. Uh, you know, I just made things miserable. Oh, yeah, well, I got fired today. <laughs> well, and then to the universe, you're saying, it's important me, to me to have the most miserable life, worse right. than anybody else. And then what's the universe going to do? Because we already said, its job is to say, here you go. And actions speak louder than words. And your interactions with people are saying you're adding value to being miserable. Yep. So what if you could act opposite of that? and start saying, these are all the things I have in my life that I'm grateful for. Casey says it all the time. Start with that. Oh, I'm so grateful I have that $20 to pay that bill. Right. Yeah, and, and really focusing on that. Yeah. And then if you want abundance, one of the things we do in Access is you have a 10% account for yourself, an honoring of you. And you put 10% of everything you make in that first because you're telling the universe, I'm honoring myself with this money and this abundance. And the universe then knows it's important to you, so it brings you more. But if you focus on bills first, what are you focusing on first? Right. So really, an honoring of you, whether it's 5%, 10%, whatever you can do, put something aside honoring you and your value. And the universe will re uh, resonate that back to you exponentially, especially once you, uh, you start hitting your stride with being congruent. It's boom, 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 just like Brian in Hawaii, where your cousin traveling from the Mississippi River from source to sea and uh, being able to not have a normal job. <laughs> it's like in, with um, my savings, like I told you guys earlier, I've never had money in my savings for very long. And then once I started every check, taking a pretty hefty sum from my check and putting it right away for the future, for me, for my wife, for my kid, it went from not having much to suddenly I'm like I'm looking at 10 grand like where did that come from I've never even had this much money now I do and it's there and it keeps growing and I, I think it's similar to what you're saying I'm honoring my family by putting this money aside for us for the future and I, similar from well, uh, well not similar but along the same lines um, I uh, had never saved really any money in my life and um, I was a kind of like I would get a paycheck and within like three days, the paycheck would be completely gone. And I just, and my father always tried to drive home, like, you know, it's important to set aside money, save money, save money, and I never listened. And, uh, uh, and then it was uh, when I was with my cousin and he told me, it was just the, the simple thought of like, like money's easy to make, it's not hard. And then and me going, huh, I guess it doesn't have to be. And then next thing I know, same thing, I see my savings start to grow, like, oh, like I, I remember, I'll never forget the first time I had over $1,000. I was like, how did that even happen? Like, I don't know, I don't even know if I'm making any more money than I was before, but it's there. And then, you know, and then that just continued to grow and grow and grow. You know, the real difference is from your brother, you were willing to receive that information, and from your father, you weren't. Right. <laughs> so there we come back to receiving. Like, what are you willing to receive from the universe? It could come as an inspiration. What, what could I be to change this in my life? And all of a sudden, you just get this, this new point of view that changes everything overnight, like with Casey and his view on money. It's not hard to make. In fact, just recently with uh, starting Stir Crazy Shamans and doing readings online, that was another example where you just created instant <laughs> yeah. abundance and so it wasn't hard. This is, I've, I think I've already told this story a couple of times in here, but it's just so fun and so appropriate for what we're talking about. Um, I, I'm a licensed massage therapist and after the COVID-19 thing started, no one was doing massage for like, a, a, like over two months. 
and we were about like the two month mark and I hadn't had any income. I had savings, so I like, wasn't really worried about it. We were getting to the point that- um, The uh, oh, moment. Yeah, where I was, like, I was like, man, if this continues on for a really long time, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to start bringing in money some, like by some other means, and um, just a lot of the things Hank had been teaching me, and like these, these books that I'd been reading. Um, one, I uh, said, okay, you know what? I'm open to like it doesn't have to be massage, doesn't have to be any anything. Like just however the abundance is gonna come in, I'm open to that. But then I started asking the questions: What can I do? What can I be? What energy can I allow in order to bring in an additional two thousand dollars in two weeks? And um, and then after I started asking that question again, I had no idea. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know of any other way, right? Like right now in this moment to start making money, like without really having to research things and do something drastically different. And then spirit just came through with this inspiration of like, go do a live stream doing your readings. And I'm like, all right, why not? <laughs> so I tried it, and next thing I know, in a, in the first week, I hadn't even set up really. I had a website, but it wasn't set up for the readings, wasn't really advertising it or anything. I was just having fun doing these live streams, and in the first week, I made $1,000 doing that. And then <laughs> after is. week two, I had made $2,000. So I asked the question, the universe was, boom, there you go. But it, was, it took me being in the space of like allowing myself to actually feel worthy of receiving that. And to, uh, so, yeah, but it's, it's incredible. Man, I'm going to have to start taking notes on you guys' playbooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not in the... Um, I'm doing doing fine, you know, but still there's I would love to have more abundance in my life than negative and also our living conditions are we're kinda of stuck where we're at and I don't want that to be a stuck thing. That brings up one energy, like um when the kids ask, Do I have to do that? I'm like, No, you get to. Like even you know, going to your get your day job or whatever, that is a choice. You don't have to go. You could right. let the house go. Yeah. So like, but but saying I have to do anything puts us in a, a space of giving away our power as a co-creator. Very true. So it's very important. It's a choice to stay, which is I probably make the same choice if I was in your in your same situation, and uh, but but really acknowledging that everything's choice and that the question Casey asked is key, and I use it all the time. What energy? space consciousness and choice for my body being and beyond be that's the long version to create and then add whatever it is that you're looking to create in your life with total ease abundance in your life with total ease joy in your life with total ease travel in your life with total ease and then the next part of it is and anything that doesn't allow that because what you'll find is you'll ask that first question you'll have this energy come up and then you'll say everything that doesn't allow that i'm willing to release let go transmute right. and so you're taking all the limitations energetically all those glass ceilings we talked about before energetically all that's coming up now i'm getting goosebumps as i talk about that <laughs> and and you're releasing all the places where you'd be stuck and not being able to receive that in your life so tandem is bringing up the energy of what you need to be and then bringing up the energy that's not going to let you be that and then letting this one go so this one can enter into that space and um Oh, wow, where was my brain going with that? Come on, spirits, bring it back in. Oh, well, keep talking. <laughs> Gone. Oh. Um, what were you just saying? That was it. Oh, I, I did a clearing. Well, I'll put the whole clearing oh, yes. together. So, uh, oh, now he's got it. So, uh, uh, so as, you, as we're asking these questions, right, like, what can I do? Like, I know that happened for me big time. What can I do in order to actualize $2,000 in the next two weeks? I asked that question, and there's this immediate, like, woo, like the body kind of tightens up, and it's like, and then along with it, there were some thoughts of, like, how is that going to happen? Like, I don't understand. Like, that's, I don't think that's really conceivably. Blah, blah, blah. All this, it doesn't matter what comes up, but the energy of resistance is what's there, right? Right. Um, so then you do something, and what I did is I asked more questions to release that. 
Okay, so what is this in me that resists that? And um, um, do I really need to hold on to this energy of resistance? Is this keeping me safe? Do I need it to be safe? What can I do in order to change that? What can I do in order to shift this energy? What can I do to release this energy? Or whatever you know, line of questions you want to ask. But um, uh, or, or you could just do it a little easier and do a little clearing statement, like Hank said. But for me, sometimes like I feel like if there's really uh, particularly like dense resistance like that mm -hmm. that comes up, asking some questions, going through something just slightly more elaborate, um, puts me in the space of like really fully releasing it. And notice he never asked why. That right. is one of the questions you avoid because why is a victim question like why isn't this manifesting right. in my life universe? It says well here's another example why it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just sends you in another loop over the roller coaster or whatnot. And uh, but the key is you ask what energy can I be first, and then the universe will bring you opportunities to express that energy through doing. And for Casey, that abundance the doing came through doing the readings. So you ask a question and then you follow the energy and you look for what feels light, what matches the energy that you know you could be. And that for you was that. But if you see it, then you have the resistance. Those questions are, you just start diving down. And, right. and if you need help with that, I know these people that do this work and like talk to people <laughs> for a living and help facilitate change in their lives. <laughs> so you can go to uh, stircrazyshamans.com since the website's up. And there's a, a, a thing for Casey and for myself where you can click through and, and find our web pages. And I can even eventually add the schedulers right to that page too. Oh, so, awesome. Uh, like, um, so if you ever are in need of facilitation with that, both of us do this work. He's going to do it too soon. He just doesn't, you know, hasn't. Haven't stepped that way he, yet. He hasn't stepped that way yet, but he, but he will. If you really want, like, message us and say, I really want to work with uh, Jameson, and, you know, we'll twist his arm and say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd have no problem with that. Like, I'm working with my runes more. I'm working with my tarot cards more. I just want to feel like I'm good at it, but I'm not comfortable completely with it because I'm real comfortable with people I know, like doing it with you. If I was to read somebody else, then that it's like that weird nervousness comes in, and I don't, I'm not able to read the energy the right way. And like it's, that's where it's funny because uh, for me, I'm a little more the opposite. Yep, me too. If it's a complete stranger I've uh, never met before, like oh, it doesn't matter. Like, I can like uh, no resistance whatsoever. But if it's someone like family member, friend, or something, then I'm like, well. I know all this stuff about them. So one, is my mind interfering? <laughs> right. and, then, and then if I get something wrong, like they're going to know right away, and then I have to talk to them tomorrow. And I do the same thing. Go, going through uh, the training at fellowships, you had to do 70 documented readings and healings a year for two years. And you could read everybody in the class twice. So I could have easily done like 42 of my readings, and I just didn't want to read for anybody I knew at all. So I... I I, that would have been the easy way. There's 40, you know, <laughs> right, all these people right. in class. Well, like, I'm not doing that. I did all strangers. And uh, for me, it was a lot... Uh, more comfortable yeah yeah so that's really neat well and part of it for me too was i didn't want to know certain things because i had someone in my family who um because of my intuition i knew that they were sick and stuff and i'm like i would rather not know that so if like what's going to come up with a friend but now i'm in a much different space i would be like well if that comes up then I, i'm in a space now where i could offer something for them to change that and, right and i don't have that as much anymore well that's great yeah. I'll have to ask myself more questions. <laughs> Absolutely. What yeah. question could I ask today that would create the greatest possibility? You could start with that and then see what question percolates. Yeah. Or another one, what How much? What could I be today to have more fun today than I ever had before in my life? Or the question <laughs> I really like, which is a really simple one, what magic can I create today? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to go back and uh, my father had a book on visual realization. 
and like I, I glimpsed through it a couple times when I was younger and like I was I understood it immediately as soon as my dad told me I'm like oh if you believe it'll happen it can happen and it will happen and I so rarely use it like I do it but it's more of a subconscious doing than like focusing on it and creating this image to bring to the world but I need to go back and restudy that <laughs> my dad was very good at visual realization Oh yeah, no, and uh, and and it, it's amazing. Like I mean, things will seemingly miraculously show up for you. And like I said, it doesn't have to be money, but like um, one of the things we use in our ceremonies. I've told this story once before. You had a little friend mm -hmm. on you, um, <laughs> but one of the things we use in our ceremonies is these bay leaves. And uh, I wanted not just bay leaves to buy from the store, but ones that were like from Peru that like these shamans uh, pick. So they're like the, just the energy behind them is a lot better. And um, I was, and I, because of the COVID-19 thing, we couldn't get them shipped from Peru. And so I kept thinking, I was, and that's all I could think of. I was like, really want these for these ceremonies. I want these, the Peruvian bay leaves. And I kept just, and uh, next thing I know, this guy messages me out of the blue on Facebook. Someone I didn't even know I was friends with on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know, I, I've seen you're doing your talks and stuff and you're a massage therapist. Uh, can I book a massage session with you? I could really use some work. Yeah, absolutely. Come on in. So I'm working on him doing the session, and I was telling him about that. I'm like, you know, uh, he's, he was we were, he was interested in the shamanic stuff, and uh, I was like, yeah, I've been looking for these uh, bay leaves uh, that are like picked by a shaman, and he's like, oh, I have a friend from Peru that brought those up for me. Do you want a bag of them? <laughs> and I just I literally like my jaw dropped as I was working on him. I'm like, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, uh, if yeah, yeah, yes, if you're offering, yes. I do. <laughs> I like, was almost speechless. <laughs> and a great question to ask when you're in a block like that, like Casey was with the bay leaves, is what else is possible? And then the universe will show you. It will, it's dying to show you if you just ask the question. Instead of settling for a limitation, ask what else is possible and step into the space of receiving a new possibility. And look at that. Magic happened. <laughs> it does. It's funny. Though. I have a similar issue with just uh, a couple of things I ordered for my baby. And they came from Europe. And they've been stuck in... Uh, Gosh, what is it called? When customs? Yeah, they're stuck in customs for the last two, like last month. And they're like, I'm like, what is going on? And I wasn't even thinking. Oh, it's from Europe. It's going to be go through customs. And yeah. then because of the COVID, it's taking everything's taking ten times longer. And then I contacted the company. They're like, we're really sorry. It's stuck in, you know, customs with millions of other packages right now. And they were they were very nice about it, considering like immediately they're like, if you don't get it by this date, it's on us, which is great i don't i wasn't even hitting talking to them in like i was it wasn't mad i knew something was up and i knew that with the covid that you know there's a delay somewhere i just don't know where it's at and they were very polite and told me hey here's where the delay's at that's why it's been stuck in los oh. angeles for a month and a half <laughs> and i shipped tuning forks around the world i had a, a person who ordered in new zealand like at the beginning of march and he's they just got it like two days ago. Oh my god! <laughs> so like a post service, or we send something to the airmail, and it takes a week and a half to get there. So there's definitely delays all over the place with that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for it to not be. Yeah, but well, we can. Be, yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> we can, but it will be nice when all of this is <laughs> no longer an issue. But my one client was uh, kind of getting antsy over it, and um, I had already put in a request for tracking the package, and they're like. Uh, the, it, it will take up to 32 days for them to even get to the request because of wow. how backed up they were. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh man. So I just kind of asked my spirit guys, like, hey, anybody in that room, like, whatever you can do to like make that package get noticed. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <moved to> the... <laughs> <laughs> and like, that would be great. And like the next day, I checked the tracking number and it says it's been received in Auckland and is out for delivery. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> so 
it really is like what else is possible when you're in that energy of demand of the universe and you say hey spirit my light team whatever you want to call them yenapak in this tradition don't be afraid to ask for assistance from your spirit people too like what could they do if you were to give them the green light to facilitate change and advocate for you on on your behalf i've never thought of asking my spirit guides yeah things like that like it, it almost immediately brought me back to that feeling like i shouldn't ask for things which i i do have to sit down and figure out why that holds me back but i've never even thought to just be like hey can you instead of asking demand right? declare your will into the universe it's not a question it's just an energy yeah and then the universe says here you go <laughs> <laughs> i taught my kids like don't ask just do it right right and like but now just depending on what you do we might have a talk but, but i was like if you don't ask a question the answer can't be no right <laughs> yeah no i do that at work all the time and like i think that's another reason i'm in a leadership role like they'll my boss will be like oh, we have to do it exactly this way. Like, they wanted the, for example, they wanted the closets painted like walls. So they wanted the ceiling to be ceiling color and then the walls of a closet to be a different color. And I'm like, that makes no sense. And especially <laughs> when the whole closet's textured, you're not gonna have any nice lines. You just can't do it. It should all be one color. Went to the, the head administrator, the superintendent, I'm like, we're not doing this. We're painting it one color, you guys pick it, and we're doing it. But we're not cutting straight lines on a texture. It's just not happening. This is ridiculous. I've been doing this for 15 years and never seen a closet that wasn't just white. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not making like fine lines in a closet. It doesn't make any sense. You're gonna put in all your like different things and you'll never even notice it. <laughs> but that that's exactly it. I went in there and I just told them this is what we're doing. Yeah. And they were like, that makes sense. Yeah. Perfect example. <laughs> yeah. I love doing that to people. <laughs> I really do, especially at work. And yeah. the, with the guys that are high, like higher up in the business, I just go in and they, they get they respect you for doing that. Right. If you start asking, they have to go ask somebody else, and then go ask somebody else, and then you're denied. Ooh, and a question that comes up that you can ask if you're like Jameson and have something that you're really good in one area but don't apply it to the other, the question you could ask in the universe, what potencies have I mastered in one area of my life that I could move and use in other areas with ease? And so, like, that same potency, what if you could be like that with the universe? Right. No. And, and really, and right. the universe says, that makes sense. Here you go. Yeah. Need a gold bar? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Pop. But, but you never know how something like that could manifest. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Very cool. Especially because I was looking up uh, how we can make coital gold. Yes. And it was a way harder process than I thought. Well, what else is possible? Yeah, that's what I'm going to start asking because, like, I started realizing, like, well, you have to get a different chemical. You can't just use a gold bar. So I was wondering if I could make that chemical with the gold bar. And so I just, I have to figure it out, but we're definitely doing that as a project on the yeah. show one time. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk offline about what some chemical is and see if we can actualize it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Because I feel kind of the energy is kind of shifting yeah. to... Yeah, no, this feels like a good... Uh, and we're... we're at, 46 minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm getting roasted by the sun right now. <laughs> well, I will do a real quick uh, thanking of the spirits, and then we will let everybody get back to their day and go from there. Aya, Pachamama, Nike, 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 Yari Pachamamita Kuna, Nike, 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 Aya, Mama Uno, Mama Kocha, Nike, Nike, Nike. Iari hatan sumak mama kia.
a Nike, a Nike, a Nike. Iari, Waracuna, Waraka Waracuna, Nike, a Nike, a Nike. Hahaya, Inti, Inti Taita, Wilke, Inti Taita, Nike, a Nike, a Nike. Hahaya, Texi Muhu Amaru, a Nike, a Nike, a Nike. Iari, Quichicuna, Apucuna, Nustacuna, a Nike, a Nike, a Nike. Iari, we gotta call this in. Iari, Wilke, Nuna Cheska, a Nike, a Nike, a Nike. Hahaya, Yana Pacuna, a Nike. Iari, Wiracocha, Nike, a Nike, a Nike. And finally, Iari, Katari Kuna, a Nike, a Nike, a Nike, which means victory and praises to all of your unique voices in this world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What would the greatest contribution you could be to the world is being 100% you. And what would it take for you to step into that? And that, we love you all. Thank you for joining us for this first ever live, but not live. <laughs> 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 Shaman episode. Greatest truths and paradoxes. Alright. Bye guys.